Sick of being the last person to discover a trend? Then lead the charge with the hottest game sweeping tailgates, QB54. Head to playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Keep up to date with them on social media as well. Again, that is playqb54.com. Use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Get in the game today. We here at Our Sports are Virtual Major League Baseball. Our product provides an advanced and authentic experience in the hybrid category of fantasy and virtual sports. By owning and operating an Our Sports franchise, you compete for championships and money in leagues that mirror the MLB in every way. For sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise and handing out business cards that say Team Owner, Our Sports is making that dream a reality. Find them on Twitter at Our Sports Baseball and on Facebook as Our Sports Baseball. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Who wants to walk with Elias? What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game. Hello and welcome to Three Count Thursday, live on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. We're part of NGSC Sports Radio. You can check out that site, NGSCSports.com, and the sponsors are Sports Baseball and PlayQB54.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Play, and Stitcher. We also stream daily at LeebSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. For all of your custom belt needs and championship rings for your fantasy leagues, bowling leagues, all sorts of things like that, go to UndisputedBelts.com. Follow us on social media, all of those links for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and more, as well as our YouTube page and emails can be found at 3CountThursday.com. You'll also find our shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. we got the old 3C F&T shirts and the 3C T Eagle shirts. We have our Patreon over there, and we also have our deal for Collar and Elbow. If you go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com, use promo code 3COUNT, get 10% off each and every order. In store.collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code 3COUNT, that's the number three in the word COUNT, for 10% off every single order. I think I got everything right. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Yes, that's the Leib Sports, correct. I just like saying that. It that's is a, fun, isn't it? fun thing to say. Man, Scott, Scott's a little uh, upset on the uh, comments coming out of the gate. Shoot, I didn't even I didn't even launch it yet. If What's you're up, uh, everybody? following along on the live video, then Hi you there. can uh, you can hit like and share. We'd appreciate that. Uh, what the hell is this? He uh, he says I walk with Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, I mean not this week because obviously the Cowboys weren't playing. Ryan, I'm sure is very happy. Matt uh, not joining us. He was down at the Eagles parade today. Um, 
and is a little under the weather, but had Philly, to be Philly. had to be down there celebrating. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. Um, let's Jim, see. You yourself can get some some free Bud Light. You'd have to make a purchase, upload the receipt to the to the website, and because the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Jim. Yeah, I don't you. need a free Bud Light. Okay, all right. I, mean, I get free beers, free beer. Free beers, free beer. But I'll pass, even for Cowboy fans. I will. Uh, I will pass up on the free Bud Light. All right. That's yes, and choice, Frank. Uh, Frank says, and a happy Rusev Day to all. Oh, happy uh, Rusev Lou just Day. got home from the parade as well. My brother was down there. A uh, couple of guys that I work with were down there. Plenty of people I know. We're down at the parade. You were not though, because you were here. I now was. Here. I'm here. I couldn't. I couldn't. You, were, not, you couldn't get off work. I actually I couldn't. Yeah, my my boss yeah. was gonna let me take off. But Sometimes responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Get I don't know. I just I just figured like so far away. Like, what am I really gonna be able to see if I'm not down there super early? Right. This morning or like yesterday even. So I don't know. I just uh, now did you, did you did you go down for the Phillies one or no? Phillies. No, I'm not a huge baseball fan. Okay. Yeah, one well, sure. I mean, I watch baseball. I enjoy live baseball, but sure, to, uh, sure. To like, nah, nah, but no, I'm no, not big uh, fan. no parade. No, parade. are you a fan of parades? I don't know. I like free candy. I don't think. No, it's, I, think, I don't I think, think it's that kind of parade. Parades are pretty boring, typically. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm not a big parade. Like guy. an Eagles parade. I'm sure I can just catch one next year. Like, oh god, I hate you, um, dude. That team's not going anywhere. No, that's the worst part for me. Um, so Scott says, so WWE makes a top 10 list, and then two days later they put two guys not on that list in a match, and the winner is in a world title match at Fastlane. The fuck? The fuck? Um, is that why you are out of your mind pissed off, Scott? Um, it's probably because he walked with Dak Prescott. That's why I'm pissed off. Um, yeah, so what's I, like? I don't even get the point of the top 10 list on smackdown like is it is there like a reason for it no no there's not and like who votes on it is it just daniel bryan i think i mean they totally kayfabe well yeah but i believe i believe like the wrestlers themselves are are supposedly voting on this okay well if if that's the case kayfabe Mm -hmm. obviously obviously um then i mean shane shane mcmahon made the match for SmackDown next week, Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. The winner will get added to the triple threat match that Daniel Bryan made at the end of SmackDown this week. Right. So now we have a fatal four way. So it'll be a fatal so four way. So I don't think I don't think the two things, the the top ten list and the match are connected because they're you know, in, in WWE land they're being put together by different in different ways. Okay. Like Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan aren't making the list and then putting, you know, Dolphin and Baron Corbin in this match. Okay. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? So, like, I yeah. just don't think neither of them belong anywhere near this match. RSGP Toys points out the new uh, the new decoration. Yes. Very good eye. On the uh, on the table in front of you this week. Yeah. Some would say, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, pick that up. the The WWE shop did a thirty uh, percent off clearance That's last week. That got added up there. Originally, I think it was like seventy or seventy five bucks. It was down to like 
20? I think it was like 29 and then the 30% and the 30% off, off dropped bucks. another 10 bucks. Shit. I got the shield shirt back there and then I got an AJ Styles magnet. That's a nice size. I, it's the first thing I commented. I didn't know how big it was actually going to be, but it is nice. On the back it has all of the Undertaker's victories and the dates, I believe, correct? Yeah, uh, the, obviously 21 and 0. So this is before Correct. before he lost. So it led up to 2013 has the dates on it. And on the front has the uh, has the taker symbol twenty one and zero comes in a nice box. It's all about the box. I have the box over there, but it's, it's a black nice box. box has the has the Undertaker symbol twenty one and zero on the front has the the symbol with the dates on the back, and then on the inside is a molded foam and like a, a purple uh, material. Right. That it you know rests. the inside of a coffin would would almost have. Yeah. Now Ish. so I, I so I get the box of stuff and and I and I and I open it. And, um, <laughs> and my, and, and we'll have our guest, uh, Sahara seven. She'll be joining us here, uh, in, in, in just a minute. But so I get this, I get this display urn, this undertaker urn and my, uh, my, I always show my wife. I don't know why she doesn't like wrestling. I don't know why I, I show this stuff, but anyway, shouldn't so even waste your time. I shouldn't even waste time. So I show her the AJ styles, man. She's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, show her the shield shirt. She didn't understand the, uh, she didn't understand the Sierra Hotel, India Echo, Lima Delta. Right, okay. So she didn't get that that was like the call letters. Okay, whatever. Whatever. So then I'm like, the next one you might think is kind of weird. Okay. So I, 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 so I pull out the urn. And she goes, that's really weird. Yeah, well, you pulled an urn out on your wife. And I said... A toy urn. Now, now, this was like three days ago. And I'm like, it's just a display piece. And then right. I, I put it away. Um... And then today, you know, I'm, I'm setting up the studio and I, I get the urn out, set it on the table. And she's like, that's really, you, you, that is really kind of weird. Hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't understand what's so, what, like, what's weird about it. And she goes, I mean, well, it's, it's an urn. That it is. Yeah. And I went, no, but it's. It's like hard plastic, and there's it's it's. I think it's wood. Or okay, I think it's wood, and I'm like, it doesn't open. She goes, it doesn't open. Why would I open? Why she would she would think she thought it had like a real lid. Yeah, she thought it was a real lid, and I'm like, well, why would it? Why why would I have? Why would it be a real urn? Did she want you to put things in it? I, well, she goes. I go like now. I'm like, well, now hold on. Why would I? Why would I put anything into it? Or what would I put into it? She goes, I don't know. Ashes. And I go, now that's weird. <laughs> she wants you to put ashes. Like, in that's it. the weird part. Well, I mean, that's what you typically put in an urn, Jim. Well, I'm I'm aware of that. Right. But why would I put? Why would I put? You know, ashes in a toy like urn. a toy urn. It's probably cheaper than a real urn. Um. And 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 then she, I'm like what like and she goes or, or maybe flowers, and I'm like, no no, what it's a it's make a, a make, make a nice piece. a nice vase out of your urn. right like like that's I just I don't under I don't understand, hmm that's weird, yeah I don't uh, I have no idea, I have no idea but it's a display urn hmm. it's not a real urn. And 
I guess we're having some issues with our uh, yeah we're, are you, I with think our we're... call in guest. I'm gonna I'm gonna have her give one more try. I adjusted a few settings. I don't know why this is. We've been going well for a while. So let's give it one more uh, one more go here. Um, wouldn't be a three count Thursday if we didn't have technology problems. Yeah, yeah. I've, that, I've lost all internet to my phone and my... Oh, it's because I got a new router this week. Oh, you son of a bitch, Jim. That's Well, I, I know. Well, I thought maybe that was one of the issues. So let me... Hey, uh, look, look at us trying to upgrade, at least. Yeah, we're getting there. It's, we're trying. It, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you... I'm not going to tell people my internet password. I don't want people... It is funny. One of your neighbors, uh, their, their, their internet's... Get your own internet, jerk. Is is the name of it, which is. Which I is thought nice. about doing something like that. Um, Get your own internet too. But uh, sometimes when you reprogram these things, then uh, with the name of them, yeah, then then they then they can have more issues than. So you should be able to get on good. now, and let's uh, let's hope that our guest can get on with us. How's everybody doing? You're following along in the live video. How's yeah, this your, is this is great radio right here. How's uh, how's your week been going? Hopefully better than our uh, uh, well, Charlie. Charlie, were you at the parade today? We've had a couple people that were down at the parade today. He uh, he did the uh, the text Eagles chant here. Oh well, thank you, Charlie. Um, yeah. So obviously, if you've been under a rock, the Philadelphia Eagles are uh, are Super Bowl champions. But uh, let's see if we have our guest, Sahara 7, joining us. Let's see if it works. Hey! Look at that. We did something right tonight. There we are. How are you doing tonight? I am good. I am good. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, we're doing good now that we can hear you <laughs> and you can hear us yes, and everything. I kept, saying, I kept saying hello. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so stupid. I'm talking to myself. No, it, it had to have been on our end. We've been having a couple issues the past few weeks, but hopefully now that that is in the past and uh, and, and we have you on here. Uh, we're we're proud, to, proud to welcome Sahara Seven to the, to the show. And uh, first question is, is really kind of your background and, and what... Uh, what got you interested in wrestling? Um, was there a, a company or a wrestler or something that that you know that that made you go this This is something awesome. This is what I love. Well, I was always a wrestling fan when I was growing up. Um, it kind of started back like as far as I can remember. I'm trying to go back to like baby me. Um, my uncle Ricky, he is deceased. Believe it or not, he was a pastor and he watched wrestling religiously like faithfully so um my dad's from cleveland so when we used to go up there and like visit him and stay up there with him for the summer he would always cook these like big family dinners and like after family dinner he would make these homemade cakes which is the reason why i love red velvet cake it's my favorite because he used to make it for me but we would get a slice of red velvet cake and some ice cream and we all used to sit down in the tv room and watch wrestling my dad used to always give my uncle ricky a very hard time like Ricky, you can't quit watching wrestling. You've been watching it since we were a kid. You're a grown man now. And he's like, shut up, Carl. I'm trying to watch TV. <laughs> so I just associated wrestling at the time in the beginning with family time. And then um, as I got older, I just I kept up with wrestling. And then a little bit like when I got into college, I got really, really busy with college because I was playing professional sports and like trying to balance, you know, being a student. So I kind of like lost touch with wrestling at that point. And then, like, right around graduation, I was kind of like, okay, well, 
you know, I'm done pretty much. I was like, I can chill till finals, till graduation. So I got time on my hands. Let's just watch TV. And I just remember being in my dorm room and I like turned on the TV and wrestling was on. And I was like, oh, I haven't watched wrestling in so long. I got super excited. <laughs> and as I was watching, I started seeing people that I remember from the Attitude Era. I was like, oh, I was like, they still wrestling? So cool. <laughs> and then I was just like, you know what? I always used to like try to do people's entrances and stuff when I was younger. Um, like I had like a big poster of John Cena on my wall and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what, maybe like I want to try this. So I started researching like the nearest uh, wrestling school near me. And so I was like, okay, graduation is in this many days. And then I'm going to go start wrestling school the week after graduation. I don't care if I have a job or not. I'm going to go start wrestling school. And that's what I did. And believe it or not, wrestling helped me get out a lot of frustrations that I had in the past. I was bullied a lot when I was a kid. And so like, Watching wrestling as a kid, I used to see like the underdog and like see how the underdog always came back, even though they may had like may have not won that match. You know, they definitely won the war overall. So it kind of helped me a lot of ways to get my anger and my frustration out, and, you know, in a safe manner. And like now, I turn that into like passion. I don't really get angry anymore. I just turn it into passion. It just drives me to do better in this business than I'm doing right now currently. Sure. Now, when you decided that uh, professional wrestling was something you wanted to get involved in, you said you picked a school that was that was you know close to you in proximity, um, obviously for training. Uh, was there anything in your training that just came naturally to you? Uh, and on the flip side, is there anything that you uh, you really just struggled with for some reason? You just weren't able to maybe pick up right away that you thought might have been easy. Um, I thought, like, believe it or not, I struggled with the most simplest thing of like getting myself into the ring like they tried to like make a springboard into the ring mm -hmm. i don't know why i have no fear of heights or anything like that but i don't know why it just doesn't seem like i was just always like i'm gonna crash and burn i'm gonna look doofy doing this <laughs> so like i struggled with it <laughs> i struggled with that for like i want to say like good two months i struggled with just that and then like a little bit more of like like punching people like oh my gosh i they say females have some of like the worst punches in the business, but that's not true. Um, I learned how to punch. That was like one thing that came natural to me. And I'm not going to say why it came natural, but <laughs> it came natural to me. And, uh, you know, punching was one of the things that a lot of, I was pretty much the only female in my class, but a lot of the guys in my class were not comfortable with any type of striking came natural to me. And like things like, uh, flying or cross bodies and stuff like that things that you know everybody else thinks oh it's so easy for a girl to do I was like screw that I'm like <laughs> a big clunky basketball player like come on now like no flying off the top ropes no 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 <laughs> I was like but you you tell me to hit somebody oh I got you like I'm gonna hit you like sure shoulder tackles like punches forearms slaps kicks all that I was, like, accurate with all that. And people were like, wow, like, you don't even need to practice. So I was like, yes, I do. And they're like, no, I was good. <laughs> nice, good. But it, <laughs> it took me a while to practice, like, springboarding myself into the ring and perfecting my cross body and drop kicking off the top rope. Like, things that girls normally learn how to do, you know, because that's a part of every girl's, you know, repertoire when they first start. 
I'm just like, nope, not happening. <laughs> uh, I can't blame you there. Uh, now, your name and moniker, Sahara Seven. What? Where did the creation of that uh, come from? And 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 what are some things that you do to make yourself stand out uh, in the independent wrestling world? Well, my name came from my grandma named me. Uh, as most people know, I do have an African background. Uh, my family is actually from uh, Alexandria. It's like a little town in Egypt. Well, it's not little. It's huge, actually. Okay. But um, that's where my family's from. And then there's the Sahara Desert. So my grandma was like, she's like, why don't you name yourself Sahara? She's like, I was going to name you that when you were born. But my mom said no. I'm like, oh, well, great. <laughs> So she and my grandma is my best friend. She's just like an older, more grumpy version of me. So <laughs> I pretty much take her advice and like it's the Bible, it's the law. So anything she says goes. So she named me. And then uh, seven, of course, everybody knows I played sports um, my whole life. And every single number I've ever like played any sport, I was always number seven. My dad was seven. My mom was seven when she ran track. Like my sister, when she played sports, like everybody my family has had the number seven. So nice. literally we're a family of sevens. And seven is, I think, and the perfect number considered. Yeah, seven's the number of completion. Like, once you go seven, you can't go back. There you go. <laughs> That's what the old adage but, says. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and what makes me, I, I guess what makes me stand out and different is I kind of just um, march to the beat of my own drum. I don't fit, like, the stereotypical, like, like just mold of anything like I'm not blonde hair blue eyed and big boob and I'm not ratchet and I don't know like there's so many like perceptions of me that I've met in like locker rooms like people that they're like oh they judge me based off the way I look and I'm just like nope that's the complete opposite most people think like you know she would have like a massive attitude I'm like no I'm a genuine person so like how I am is how I come off I'm a lover not a fighter I know that's weird to say as a wrestler, but <laughs> God honest truth, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So, like, I come off, I'm genuine with everything that I do, but I don't take any. Am I allowed to curse? I don't want to curse, but oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I don't curse it up. Any... All good. <laughs> okay, I was going to say I don't take any of the horse, you know, crap. Yeah. There we there go. Horse go. crap that that goes around in in locker rooms and in everyday life. I'm I'm pretty loving and fun going, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not to be taken lightly. So I think what makes me stand out is everybody can kind of get that vibe from me. Um, I'm genuine. I'm honest. I'm true. I'm just all around good person. And I attribute that to my grandma. That's the way she raised me. And I just keep my, like my eyes on the prize. I'm determined and I have a passion for this business. So some females that I've ran into, you know, don't really have a passion for this business. It's just something to do, mm -hmm. but for me, this is not something to do. This is like everything to me. Good, awesome. Um, now let's dig into your uh, your pro wrestling career now a little bit. Uh, something that the WWE's found some success with uh, with the mixed match challenge. Um, you, you've done some mixed tag and a lot of intergender matches in your career, um, and and we've done a lot of interviews with females that um, says maybe that they're not always willing to wrestle those types of matches. Um, have you found that to be true that, that it helps or, or hurts like bookings, anything like that? Uh, no, it, to me, it's just like any other, any other wrestling match. It's just 
wrestling. Um, for me, I grew up, like I said, like I grew up in this business around guys. Like I was the only girl. So I had no one to, you know, like partner up and spar with as, as another female. I only had guys. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in a way it made me tougher because now it's like when girls think they hit me hard, they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, girl, I barely felt that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, and I, for me, I feel like it just gives you an experience of working with all different types of people. I don't think it hurts or helps. I honestly wish people, more people would get out there and experience it. Even if you don't, you don't make a career out of like just intergender wrestling. And I've seen the complete opposite where girls only wrestle intergender. And when they wrestle another like female, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I say I think it's a – so it could be a pro and a con, but I feel like if you have a good mixture of both, then you're just all-around experienced. You just, you're a student to the game, yep. and that's the best thing you can be is a student to the game because you're always constantly learning. You never stop learning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, you've made a name for yourself wrestling along the East Coast, companies such as Adrenaline Championship Wrestling, Maryland Championship Wrestling – uh, and others. Now, these two companies, we know we've we've been to uh, multiple shows of theirs um, that that are produce. I mean, just incredible talent, and they always have uh, great stack shows. Do you find that uh, being on shows like that it, it helps you grow because you get to watch uh, other people that are, you know, just just out there and putting putting on quality matches? Does it help you as a performer? Uh, absolutely. Uh, any locker room. I go in and helps me as a performer because there's things that I don't know that these people might know and they can pass off this, you know, this knowledge. And like, it's just a like returning cycle. Like you just pass off knowledge and spread, you know, spread love and spread knowledge from one to another. Then boom, we have a competitive business. That's actually good for the fans and, you know, good for the people who love this business because we're not just, you know, Oh, we're not going anywhere. We're stagnant because we're all just like, Oh, I know something, but I'm not going to tell this person, you know, it's, I feel like sitting in those locker rooms are like integral parts of like the growing phase as a, as a performer, like you sitting in those locker rooms going from when you're, you know, you're just now starting out, you're just getting your name out there to where you're a little bit more experienced to where you've been doing it for 15, 16 years. You know, it's those, those times in a locker room that you just start reflecting and you, you know, start learning like, okay, well, I remember last time I was in a match like this, you know, you know, it was like this or, you know, something was done this way and it was a really cool way to get into it. And I think it would be great. You know, you could just carry those little like keys of life with you and it just, it just gets better. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yes, those to answer your question. Yes. Sitting in those shows and on, you know, with that caliber of talent, it's amazing. We are currently speaking with Sahara seven. She is currently the MCW women's champion. Speaking of MCW, um, you beat Brittany Blake, claiming the the title there. Um, what does it mean to you to be a champion in such a a well respected, renowned company such as MCW, uh, a company that does a lot of stuff really, really right, uh, has a great presentation, things like that. Um, and uh, any thoughts of giving Brittany Blake another shot at at, at reclaiming Absolutely the gold, not. or or you're done Absolutely with that? Not. Okay. <laughs> I'm right. done with Brittany. I'm done. I'm done with Brittany. Absolutely not. I want I want some new blood. I want some new competition. I want fresh meat. I've proven that I could beat Brittany multiple times and 
I I don't need to be here again. I want fresh meat. I want fresh blood. Another day, another slay. So who's first? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Um, being a champion of a company like that, it first of all, I'm grateful to even be in that position to be working at that company. So I uh, shout out to MCW because they are really holding me down. They they are a great like learning tree. So um, anytime I get to sit in their locker room, I learn a lot just from behind the scenes production to, you know, being an actual entertainer on their show. Um, but uh, that I'm just grateful for that opportunity. Cool. It feels amazing. And like being a champion there just means that they believe in you. They believe in you as an entertainer, you as a person, mm-hmm. like what you're trying to achieve, they're behind you. Like they, they're putting their faith in you, that they believe in you, that you can do that. So being a champion to me means like, of course, everybody thinks it needs to be a role model, but it also means to be someone that is living up to the potential of, you know, not only themselves, but the potential of what you sold these people on that now they believe in you. So I feel like in a way that I'm living up to the potential, me being champion at this company, because when I started there, I was just like, I'm lucky if I just, you know, book a couple of shows here and there, you know, at this company, because it's so big. And, you know, like you said, it's so well-respected and to see in like the matter of a year that I've been there and then I've worked my butt off and I've, you know, learned so much from them that I'm their champion. It just shows that I believed in myself because I was like, I'm going to do more than a couple of shows. Like when they started booking me two, three shows, I was like, I'm going to do more than a couple of shows. I'm going to show them why they should keep booking me. I'm going to show them why that they should put me in that women's contention for the title. You know, I'm going to show them why I'm going to show them that they didn't waste their time, you know, booking me and investing in me. So that's what being a champion means to me. Like, and you don't have to have a belt to be a champion. That's another thing that I don't like either. People are like, oh, you got to have a belt to be a champion. No, you can be a champion just by simply, you know, in your everyday life, just being you. Mm-hmm. And I feel sure. like I embody that well. Like, can't nobody say there's another Sahara. There's only one, and that's me. So, you you know, you kind of touched on it there. You, you So, I think – to you think it's important to uh kind of be a role model and use the platform that you have uh in the wrestling business to you know be a role model and and kind of a champion to people uh in every way that you can yes absolutely absolutely i um i use my platform especially i'm a big um anti-bullying and uh suicidal awareness um, I use that to uh, spread the message of that because and most people who've heard me talk before about my past, um, there was a part of my past where I was really, really depressed. And I was um, seen clinically depressed. I had a therapist and everything. And I went into a point where I went to the dark side where I actually had a suicide attempt on my life. Um, thank God that I'm still here, but I did go down that road. And it's just like, the road from recovery from that is long and I'm still on that journey. But I mean, I can honestly say I've made a 180 from that spot that I was in, you know, and I'm still recovering because I still have bouts every once in a while where I get like down and depressed on myself, but I'm somehow managed to fight it off, fight off that, you know, that depression, that, that feeling of I'm not good enough. So. Sure. Well, thank you for sharing that too. That, that's, that's. No problem. Yeah. 
Um, now back to you know back to wrestling. There, there there's no shortage of, of great companies in uh, the Northeast and Mid Atlantic. It, it's really kind of a hotbed uh, for independent wrestling. Uh, do you have you found yourself? Do you think it's important to kind of you know move around to different companies, get your name out a, a, as much as you can? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think the reason why that I've had as much success as I've had is because I don't stay in one place too long. I move around a lot, um, and I feel like you, if you can like make five fans at one show, say five fans at a show in Philly and then five fans at a show in Florida, five fans at a show in Canada, five fans at a show in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like those fans tell five, five more fans, and you know, like they show videos. Next thing you know, you've got fans all over the place, but you would never have those fans if you don't get out and branch out to these other places. So I think it's absolutely necessary and then like essential to branch out and go to all these other places. Like I'm still not done going to all these places that I want to go to. I still have long list of places that I want to go to. Now we've, uh, we've been fortunate enough to see you in the central Pennsylvania area. Um, You know, pretty frequently I'd say we saw you at the Rogueland Warriors uh, hybrid wrestling fire pro down in Delaware. Um, and, and like us being based out of the central Pennsylvania area, uh, how soon can we see you back in this area, you think? In Pennsylvania? Um, in, on March 10th, I'll actually be in Pennsylvania. The town I'm in in Pennsylvania, I will have to double check that. But <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I have it written down. No, that's I'm like fine. the worst with town names, but <laughs> I know where they're at. Like, I'm always like, oh, that's in Pennsylvania, but I just don't know the town name because I am, like, horrible with names. Like, I'm just like, it's in Pennsylvania. People ask me, like, where are you going? I'm like, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny little state. There's a few things around. Pleasant Hills, Pennsylvania. That's the name of it. It's there called it is. Live Pro Wrestling, Pleasant Hills, Pennsylvania. Um, I will be taking on, it's a, it's a uh, triple threat match. Uh, Delilah Doom, Helen Vale, and myself will be in a triple threat match in uh, nice. live pro wrestling in Pleasant Hills, Pennsylvania. And then um, I'm not sure how close you guys are to MCW, but I'll be at MCW on February 24th. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, defending my title. I'll also be at WrestleCon in uh, Louisiana. Nice. First weekend in April, so that'll be fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana's right next door. <laughs> no no it's just like i i know as much as i thought it was like because i'm in virginia so i'm like oh, louisiana is that bad i looked at it i was like oh that's a long way yeah that's a that's a that's a quite a hike there yeah louisiana's like, that's oh. that's a long drive that's for sure <laughs> um yes i was like mm, flights yes <laughs> so, so let's look forward a little bit what are some of your goals that you've set for yourself uh maybe to accomplish in 2018 and then the next the next year or so, where do you where do you see yourself in the next few years, Sahara? Um, in the next few years, I see myself um, to the point where I no longer work a uh, shoe job. Um, I am wrestling full time. That is what I choose to do with the rest of my life. So um, that's what I see myself doing in the future. And whether it be for uh, WWE, TNA, uh, in Japan. I, I, I honestly, cool. I, I don't care. I just want to live my dream and be happy and wrestle all of my days, the rest of my life. 
but um, I did mention this in uh, 2017. I said, I put up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I put uh, Japan or die, uh, like Japan 2018 or die trying. Nice. So literally the goal this year is to uh, go to Japan and um, I can honestly say now that's closer than ever. So guys got an exclusive that's closer than ever. Awesome. So um, that's pretty much like I was not playing when I said that I speak things into existence. So they happen. So like I said, Japan 2018 or die trying, I guess I ain't going to die trying because I'm awfully close. That's awesome. That's awesome. We love that uh, you shared that with us, and we, we obviously hope to, uh, to get the yeah, details absolutely. on that. Um, very exciting Thank news. You. Now, our uh, our producer, Matt, he loves to sneak some sort of like comic book or movie or, or, or some sort of book-related question. So he says, we know you're an avid Harry <laughs> Potter fan, uh, so we have to ask, which house – uh, which house do you want the Sorting Hat to place you in? Um, the Sorting Hat better put me in Slytherin. I'm in Slytherin. I took the test. I went to uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in um, in Florida, and I am House of Slytherin. So, if if and when I get to go to the actual Hogwarts and sit down and like they place the Sorting Hat on me, I just know it's gonna say Slytherin. All right, and I mean, how else? How else am I going to get to marry Draco Malfoy Junior. Exactly. Ice blonde hair. Exactly. That's it. And uh, he and he goes on. uh, We'd also like to like you to fantasy book yourself in a four way match for the Hogwarts Championship. Who do you want to take on? Oh, let's see. Let's see. If I had to, do they have to be workers or can they be like? Characters from the book? Yeah, from the book. Or, yeah, I guess I guess characters from yeah, the book. Yeah, you're, you're, you're fighting characters from the book now. Um. Okay. So I'll take Jenny Weasley, um, Hermione Granger, and uh, do I want Ron or do I want Fred? What? No, I want Victor Crumb. I want Victor Crumb. There it I'll is. take Victor Crumb. There it is. There it's it is. Yeah. That is a, it. That's a hell of a dream match right there. And speaking of dream matches, a question that we always love to ask, if you could book yourself in a wrestling dream match with, with anybody, uh, past or present, uh, who would your dream match be against? Well, I actually had, uh, I've only ever had three dream matches in my life. And, like, I actually got to live one of them uh, wow. this past January. Uh, I wrestled Lisa Marie Barron, Victoria. She nice. was one of my biggest inspirations growing up. So that was one. Um, one that I want to happen, if it'll ever happen, if Miss Jackie Moore would agree, I would love to wrestle her. Okay. Wow. So. If she's listening, Miss Jackie, I love you so much. Let's try and make that happen. (laughs) Please wrestle me. I love you so much. I can't wait to wrestle you. But I I do love her. Um, She's a very influential woman. And my other dream match, I know it's not going to happen because he is retired, but still put it out there in the universe. I would love to wrestle Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, another 
another bad guy that I love so dearly. So those are uh, those, those are, are th- those are three awesome dream matches. Uh, Sahara, now's the, now's your chance to uh, let people know where the, where they can follow you on social media, where they can keep up to date on everything that you're doing. And, uh, and and I know you already touched on some upcoming shows that you have. So where can people follow you? And then we're going to let you go. Um, you guys can follow me. I'm on Instagram. It is Sahara, S-A-H-A-R-A-T-H-E, and then seven, the number seven, T-H. So it spells out Sahara the seventh. And then on Facebook, you can find me if you search Sahara seven, and I'll pop right on up. I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can find me it's at Sahara underscore 007. Kind of my shout out 007. Love that. Love that <laughs> movie series. Um, and uh, like I said, I have, um, I'll be on February 17th, I'll be a part of uh, Reality of Wrestling and Title Match Wrestling's uh, first ever Ladies Night Out Women's Invitational. Um, pretty sure everybody's familiar with the Reality of Wrestling row, as they call it, Booker mm-hmm. T's promotion mm-hmm. down in Texas. So I will be a part of that on February 17th. So if you're in the Dallas, Texas or Houston, Texas area, I think those are the two cities, kind of two major cities closest to it. Um, I'll be there. And then February 24th, MCW, Joppa, Maryland, I'll be there. And then March 10th, like we talked about, I'll be in Pleasant Hill, Pennsylvania. So hopefully if that's not far from you guys, I might see you guys. But uh, if it's too far, just let me know. But other than that, Follow me on social media. I had a really great time with you guys. You have to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely will. We appreciate you joining us tonight, and we hope to see you here uh, very soon. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sahara, thank you, you for joining us. Evening. Yes, you too. Have a great have night. Have fun. We will. Bye. Bye. Again, Sahara 7, make sure you uh, make sure you give give her a follow. Um, what a fun – I mean – what a fun guest! Like she, she like makes me makes you feel better. Talking she does. To her. She does. Pleasant I thought person. you were describing you there at one time. What's that? She had said that she's not blonde hair, blue eyes, big boob. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, she's describing. Well, Jim. if I had hair, it's it's, it's blondish. Like, nah, You've got like the light, blonde. It's goatee. light brown. It's light brown. It's not blonde. It's lighter than my hair. Well, yeah. Well, you have black hair. Uh, it's uh, not pleasant. black hair. It's 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 dark brown. It's black. It's getting gray. It's, yeah, goatee. I was saying, I'm getting some gray too. Um, Pleasant Hills is in Allegheny County. That's like out past Pittsburgh. So, uh, we will not see her in Pleasant Hills. We have a better chance of seeing her at MCW. Um, MCW is great. I don't MCW. know if you've ever been down to MCW. I have not Make been down the trip, yet, man. I know you guys have made, down a, made a couple trips. Even it is fantastic. Intern Mark's, I think, even gone down with you guys. Yeah, you know Dan, Danny puts on a great show down there. The The entire talent roster is a lot awesome. Of, a lot of great companies around. You can always... Uh, head over to threecountthursday.com and check out our page with uh, upcoming shows uh, that we'll either be at or that we endorse. There's a lot of great ones. I think I even updated it this week. Um, or www.threecountthursday.com. Or www.threecountthursday.com. I just like to make sure people know their options. Yeah, that, that, that that's always an option as well. Um, but uh, you can check that out again. We have a, a great shirts. Uh, over at whatamaneuver.net. You can find the link directly there. What was that website? Whatamaneuver.net. Oh, Whatamaneuver. Got it. (laughs) Man, I thought I'd get by this entire night without having to hear that one. Nope, sorry. Um, Also, make sure you guys go over and follow uh, CWA, uh, the Capital Wrestling Alliance. There's the company that we called the action at the uh, end of January. 
and uh, there's been some uh, free matches hey, some, from that uh, show. Uh, the video's uploaded this week. Maybe so make some sure. voices you might recognize. Maybe. Maybe. And will they understand the joke that you were trying to make there with one of these matches? I'm not sure. I don't know. I forget what match it was. I forget what match it was either, but tune in. and I, uh, I watched the first one, the Jordan Grace match. It wasn't that. It wasn't that one, okay. I feel like it might be the Thunder Rosa one it that they put up. It might be. It might be. I, I, I'm i going to listen to it after the show. I haven't, yeah, haven't had a chance to check that one out. But I'm going to have to check that one we'll out. We'll put that one up on the Facebook page, but, too. Uh, you can also get our collar and elbow brand deal. Uh, use promo code 3COUNT for 10% off Dude, of what a great deal. every order over at uh, collar and elbow brand. I mean, you wear the sweatshirt all the time. You wear the hat I all can't the time. T- I, I do wear the hat if all the you, time. I mean, if you like Jim's hat, if you like my, if you like the sweatshirt, the hoodie, it's... it's T-shirts are comfortable. Man. Comfortable. Super comfortable. Super. Got tons of. I mean, they're uploading stuff all the time. Too. All the time. They really are. Yeah, like, there's new stuff coming. They have the. Uh, they have the jacket, like the Ribera Steakhouse style mm-hmm. jacket. Yeah, I saw over that. There. Yeah, I saw Does that. It fit us? I don't know. I didn't like, look. Like, I think it goes up to a three. It would fit me. Yeah, it would fit. It would fit. I want. I, I might buy one. It might be a little snug. We could. We could afford to lose a couple. Inches, yeah, I was gonna so. say. I love like like that reasoning. It's like, oh man, don't they just have like a fatter size instead of? I should just I should lose just weight. Lose and some make weight. It fucking fit. How about that? Here we go. Uh, <laughs> you hey guys, that. hit the uh, hit the like and share button for us real quick. Uh, because I don't know. You like you like us? I that, guess you know that would sweet. that would be kind of nice. Let, let people know you're watching. We uh, we always enjoy. Uh, meeting new fans, getting new fan interaction here on the uh, down here in the little Twitter boxes, and then the f- the the food. I almost said food. Christ, <laughs> that's we're why fat. we're fat. That's why we're fat. That, that is it. why we're fat. It doesn't uh, it. doesn't help. But yeah, we hey, appreciate so some some big news for some some local wrestlers. I'm yeah. wearing uh, I'm wearing the sort of Attila shirt tonight from Laszlo Arpad. Yeah, he had a uh, congratulations. He had a WWE tryout. That wasn't the only one that we know. He's down there. That was not the only one. Who we else? Know. Right. Well, that's got to be Maria Manic. Yeah, was down there having a tryout. Uh, I think H two O might have been the first wrestling company that I saw posting about that down there. I believe on the WWE Instagram page, you that's can see exciting, a shot man. of uh, of Maria Manic like down there. You know, it's 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 cool. Like we've been around uh, for a few years, and and to see people that we know and and you know, have interacted with and, and gotten to know to see them getting these Absolutely. tryouts is, is freaking awesome. It really is. Um, to see we, him wrestling on impact. I mean, I mean, people that, yeah, that impact we've, we've had on the of show honor. that we know, uh, you know, flip Gordon, um, Desmond Xavier on impact. Yeah. It's, 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 it's finale crazy, and impact. It's really, know, really to, cool to, to see that for, uh, you know, and like, uh, you know, Patrick Clark, you know, Absolutely. the Velveteen dream, sure. uh, former guest of the show. I mean, you go back over the list over the last couple of years and, and the the success of the people that we've gotten to know uh, is awesome. So we wish uh, Laszlo and Maria and, and everyone else who's having mm-hmm. tryouts uh, nothing but the best. And uh, it, it sucks cause in a way because uh, you know if if the the all the successes do happen, then there comes a point when you hit the WWE that it's much harder to get them on a forum like this. Sure. Um, but of course the uh the professional successes of, of them kind of override them. Absolutely. So it's You're absolutely uh, right. It's exciting stuff. You know what also was exciting stuff? I saw that Danny Cage was out and about today. I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but uh kind of a friend of the show. We we've talked to Danny before. Uh, he was at the Philadelphia Eagles uh Super Bowl parade today. I don't know if you saw that was going on today, Jim. The uh the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl this past uh this past sunday i believe it would have been and um 
darkness, my old friend. Oh, Jesus, Jim. I've come to talk with you again. You'll get your opportunity. Will I? I really think so. I don't think so. I really do. And here's the, you know, I don't, I'm not on your sports podcast, but you do a sports podcast. I cannot describe to you, Jim, the feelings that I felt while watching that last play. Like it the is Hail Mary. It is it is beyond words like Did your I saw, gut like go up into your throat. No, though? it wasn't even like excitement. It was just it was the unknown. And then when I saw like the ball hit the ground, it was just the most amazing feeling. And I was like, the fucking Eagles just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then like a wave of emotion, and it's like I'm jumping, but I don't remember jumping. Um, okay. Like my eyes welled up because it's something I just don't. Re- I never. I never experienced. I didn't know when I would finally get to experience right. that moment. Um, that that Jim, I, I truthfully, as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, hope you get to experience that at at an age where you right. can I really, really the appreciate. The last time they it. won was was twenty two years ago now, and so yeah, you I was would nine. have been not, okay. I was like okay. nine or wait ten. I was okay. ten, and like. It was cool. Like I knew it was cool that my team was winning, sure. but like you don't, you don't really get to like enjoy it. You know. Right. I mean, maybe maybe it was more because it's been so long for the Eagles, and it's always kind of like, I mean, possibly been that bugaboo of the Philadelphia sure. Eagles and the jokes and the you know we 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 dealt with a lot as Eagle fans. Um, you know, so I, to, I, to know that all of that shit's finally disappearing. Well, and I you know I have my fun and you know play like sound clips. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, like the, you know, please, I, I have fun with no, it, but it's, no. <laughs> I love it. No. Um, you were pretty close to that, I assume. Yeah, because you were, you were definitely pro patriot. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I was rooting for the Patriots sure. definitely. Uh, in this Super Bowl, but it was, it was really a weird spot. And as I was, and I had, um, you know, in the weeks leading up to it, my brother for the first time in five years of podcasting was actually able to to join me. Uh, and and Dave on the on the huddle up show, and you know the whole way through the the, the playoffs, and and every week I'm like picking against the Eagles, picking against the like this is the week it's over, this sure. is the week it's over, um, and then they just kept winning, right? And we didn't get to do a show last week, but we did a, a preview show on Sunday. I caught that, and it was really kind of a weird spot because obviously my brother's an Eagles fan. You're an Eagles fan. I have so many, Matt's an Eagles fan. I have so many friends that are, that are Eagles fans right? and you know, being around here, it's inevitable to to know people that are, that are Eagles fans. And it was like different with the Steelers because like, you know, the Penguins had already won some and, and you know, like the Steelers, they they already had four Super Bowls and they were, I mean, in the seventies, but it wasn't a franchise that never won. Right. And, you know, and, and, so it was we weird for me because I was like I do not want the Eagles to win I want the Patriots to win right with without a doubt but so you were okay with the Patriots winning six yes elevating the Cowboys and their tie with well five. I mean the, the 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 Steelers already have six so correct the, the, the six line has already been broken okay what's catching another team okay that's you know fair. what I mean that's fair um so but. There was like I knew there was going to be part of me that was like obviously I'm going to be mad that the Eagles finally win a Super Bowl if they if they won, but then like for you and for Matt and for my brother and for Jason and for all of these people that you know that are in my life that are that I care about, I'm happy that you get to experience that, and like watching your team with a parade or going to right. the parade or just just winning winning the damn Super Bowl. Um, 
so it's 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 cool. It's it, it, you know I've been able to like compartmentalize it a little bit, um, and so that's the that's the part I'm happy about. Right. The part I am not happy about is that the fucking Eagles won the damn Super Bowl. That's, that's the part fair. I'm not happy that's about because that's I've, that's all I've ever known. Right. I no, said, and it was funny. There's there's a great meme that is now dead. The Eagles are murderers. They murdered a meme on Sunday. It did. Uh, there's a great meme of the Bud, the Bud Light, you know, like the Bud Light NFL cans that are like, you know, for the Eagles, they're green and for the Steelers, yes. they're yellow. Yeah. yeah. And it, the meme says, finally, a beer that won't leave a ring on your table. No. Ah, yeah. So I sent that out to, to some friends of mine because I said, this may be the last time I get to do this. And it was. And sure enough. It was. You killed it. It's dead. You killed the killed meme. the meme. I'm okay with that. I really am, and you know that. I know it's a, and, and you're you're totally fine. I know uh, to be okay with that. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, but I'm sure Danny Cage was was very was so he was at the parade. I assume he was. He okay. was. Did you did you catch Jason Kelsey? <laughs> that guy was fantastic because he cut promos better than most professional wrestlers. He absolutely cut did. And he had better attire than a lot of wrestlers. He was in did. gear. He was in Mummer. He was, he was in, in Mummer's gear. gear and uh, yeah, he, but I watched that as a pro wrestling fan. I'm like, God damn, he's cutting like a wrestling promo right that's here. That's exactly what I thought. And he's going to be horse as shit tomorrow. Oh my god, he was uh, he was horse going into it. But uh, you know, it was. But you know, like he, I, I felt he's almost become kind of like the spokesman for that team because even yeah, on Sunday, of. like he's like you know, he's up on the podium like crying. And he's like the big fucking burly dude, big beard. giant beard. Yeah. He's what is either he's their center, center right? Yeah. Big, obviously a big guy, he's a big fellow. And he tears welling up in his eyes. No shit, and he like there shouldn't be any shame. First off, no. But he's just like you know for everything we've been through this year, and like he talked about, you know, I think he got cut from like like a junior high team or a high school team I, or something. I thought I wouldn't know, and. How do I know this? You know, but I heard I heard his speech like when he's talking about it, and he's like, I think he said his grandparents kind of told him like, you just you just never give up if you have a dream, never give. And you know, here he is, all there these is. years later, and and finally bringing a uh, a Super Bowl to that city. I had about you know fifty Snapchats from my brother today. I believe it. Just down there, just Jason Kelsey's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. No, no, he's not. Do you have it? How exciting is that? You didn't That's expect exciting. that. I didn't expect that. I didn't. I was it's amazing tip. what's in this little magic Look at box. you. I'm so excited. And here it just keeps going. But anyways, fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but... Uh, all right. WWE fourth quarter 2017 highlights. The, uh, the conference call happened today. And uh, all of those rumors of the WWE dying are grossly over over exaggerated revenue increased nine percent to 211.6 million percent in as a, tokyo as compared to the uh prior year quarter uh operating income was uh 27 million dollars wow. so uh that uh network uh average paid subscribers increased to 1.48 million during the fourth quarter um they said the uh, of course they celebrated the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh SmackDown surpassed 950 episodes and remained the second longest running episodic program in history besides Monday Night Raw. Uh of course uh, they formed partnerships to create content across pa- platforms including the Mixed Match Challenge which streams on Facebook Watch. 
Ms. and Mrs., which is a uh, upcoming reality show in USA, uh, as well as virtual reality experiences from select 2018 special events available on a new WWE channel within the next VR app. So that's kind of I think Ooh. I think the Olympics is doing that, which the Olympics start tonight. Um, opening ceremonies tomorrow, but some of the events started today. Um, so that's kind of exciting if you're into the VR stuff, right? Or the um, Olympic stuff. Revenue increased ten percent to uh, eight hundred and one million dollars for the full year, because uh, those were just from the fourth quarter. This is full year highlights. Uh, revenue increased ten percent to eight hundred one million, the highest in company's history. So a ten percent growth in revenue. Yeah, for for twenty seventeen. Wow. But the WWE's dying. Right. 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 Um, supporting well, the, the ratings are down, Jim. You right. wouldn't get it. Right. Exactly. You know, Vince Russo had the highest ratings. So right. the WWE's dying Come now. On, bro. <laughs> supporting the uh, global reach WWE content. Uh, they completed multi-year distribution agreements in France, Japan, South Korea, Australia, Philippines, and Sub-Saharan Africa, among other countries and regions. Uh, digital engagement continued to grow with video views up 32% to 20 billion and social media engagements up 4% to approximately 1.2 billion from the prior year. Um, those are the kind of numbers that when, when we, cause we used to, I think, talk about ratings every week and it was always about the same, a dip here, a rise there, but they were generally around what, like the high twos, low threes. Correct. Yeah. Occasionally you'd spike into the four after like WrestleMania, you dip down into the ones during like Monday night football or something. Right. That those numbers, those those social media numbers and like YouTube um, numbers, like right here, YouTube are channel, just as important anymore as, that, as probably ratings. more important. I would argue, especially I, I with see, all the court guys. Sure. Uh, WWE's YouTube channel remained the number one most viewed sports channel and the second most viewed channel on YouTube, with twenty billion lifetime views as of January January thirty first. What is the first one? I'm curious. Do you know? Ah, uh, it doesn't say here, uh. but again. One of the highest watched YouTube pages. Not Logan Paul so, anymore. So, like people that don't have cable, they have the raw highlights. The very next morning, you can go on and boom, hit the hit your highest segment, SmackDown. The next boom. morning, you you hit them all. Whammo! I'm just giving you sound effects for for things that are <laughs> good. Happen. I like that. All right, um, you have a whole professional board, but I'll just I do. You can just I'll keep, I'll keep doing. You it. You can just keep going boom and whammos. Right. So, like, I mean, I, I it just shows that in the changing world of media and the way media is presented and tv is presented the wwe is changing with it and they are still they are still vital that was them knocking it out of the park and uh oh very good uh but um no i think i think it's it, it's a positive sign for the wwe that they are continuing to to grow in the areas that they they need to like again the ratings aren't the ratings aren't going anywhere and hell we talked a couple weeks ago that Fox, Fox is potentially looking to put the what WWE a, on Fox Sports 1. What a good time to come out with a report like this of 10% company growth in the in the four, the final quarter. Uh, unreal, am I yeah. right? Like, oh, we're about to maybe have a bidding war, USA. Oh. How bad do you want us? Right? Right? It's like you know, it would seem that like was a really the time, good time, Jim. You that was the time you were supposed to. Oh, do the Oh, there we Fuck, go. Fuck, I wasn't doing it right. Yes. Well, just keep doing it. There we go. There we go. Now we Third got it. Third time's the charm. It's, it, we, 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 we're working on this. Right. Well, we're, we're working, working on, on a lot here at Three I'm Counts. surrounded by idiots. But, you know, Skrunk. It is. It is. It is what it is. It is what um, it is. 
But yeah, no, I just I, I'm watching because I'm on a, I'm on a delay. Me just oh, going like this. I, I think it's a, it's funny to watch us uh, us back on mute sometimes just to see it's the best way to listen to Three Count Thursday. <laughs> Spazing. <laughs> I have one soundboard and then a and a mobile much larger soundboard. Um, major changes <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week, Ryan. This week to 205 Live, Vince McMahon has stepped aside from the 205 Live brand. Triple H is now in charge the of it. What the fuck was Vince McMahon ever doing right. running 205? <laughs> right. And, and how? And if that's the case, how wasn't Tony Nice the guy? Right. Like, he's the, the most chiseled like of them. How did Enzo Amore end up being the guy? He was a WWE guy. guy, that's why. Well, that's true, but like... You disrespectful, stupid idiot. Like, what? Like, why? Why was he ever that guy? I have no idea. I don't get it. But Triple H is now um, now in charge of 205 Live uh, on the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. Um, Dave I thought Meltzer. it was that Maverick fellow was in charge of 205 Live. Hey, fam. Shit. That's okay. Uh, Dave Meltzer reported that although Vince McMahon said at the XFL press conference there would be no changes as far as his role in WWE, uh, the feeling is that Triple H will get more control due to the fact, I mean, there's only 24 hours in a day and Vince is also like 100. Um, it's also said that the hiring of Jerry, Jeremy Borash is part of Triple H building his team. Nice. And there are other people who have been talked to with the idea of being on Triple H's team and coming in to fill key positions when he's in charge. Okay. Of WWE. Now, t- Jim, your team, please, Triple H, right? Please, world, if you can hear me. Well, speak into the microphone better, dumbass. Well, I'm putting it out to the... Oh, okay. Well, the wor- okay. Fire Kevin Dunn. <laughs> That's my favorite Kevin Dunn impersonation. That was uh, Jim Cornette, Jim I believe. Cornette, right? yeah, the, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to like any uh, Jim Cornette shoot interview. Like Jim Cornette shoots on Kevin Dunn, and, and you'll, you'll, get, you'll get that. Um it says here it should be noted that there's some concern with um, within WWE about Triple H taking over because producing one hour of TV a week geared towards hardcore fans is much easier than producing seven hours of first run TV for the main roster. Yeah, but I think producing something like 205 Live when he's already running NXT, yep. I think would be a natural progression towards taking over and i don't think right, gonna, i feel like that adds another hour's worth of work like how right, is that a bad I, well thing? and i don't think that they're gonna go uh okay well you um you know you've been running nxt and you've been doing 205 live so just take over the whole damned company i think like you know ease him in give him smackdown and have vince still run raw sure that would work so actually make it you know like red versus blue as opposed right. to just you know the wwe producing the whole damn thing like i think that would be a smart way to go about it I agree. And then, I mean, as he's building himself up, you could just be like, look at the terror rising. But I think this week, I didn't, I actually didn't watch it, but. uh, Buzzing. Sorry, I was late, late, late. It's okay. The, the, God damn it. Um, The, the reports were from this, from this week's 205 Live is Mm. that the, that the product is, is moving in a much better direction. It, 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 it's it, it much appears, more watchable. Yes. Yeah, it, it appears to be a much more watchable program. And I so. hate to be this way. Like it's it's you, you strip away Enzo, and now you have meaningful matches leading toward a tournament to crown the champion again. Like 
it's meaningful to watch. This is going to be a match that's taking place at WrestleMania. Invest in watching this. You know, you need to transition from, and maybe that's the tough thing for some people. You have to go from cable to Facebook to network. So you have multiple changes there to continue watching WWE product rather than just going TV to network. Is that really that hard, though? No, I mean it's usually playing in the background. I'm yeah, I mean like something else. But I, I feel like I, we we've kind of gotten to the point of of I mean moving from device to device to device is is not that difficult. Fucking Windows ninety eight. But it just I love that clip <laughs> by the way. Um, I, I just I, I don't think it's 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 that challenging, you know, uh, uh, of a thing because I know um, like a couple of times when they you know they were like. Oh, uh, you know, this special broadcast will be happening on, the, you know, oh, it's like the Austin podcast or the Jericho podcast or, you know, right after Monday Night Raw. It's like during the last commercial break, I would fire up my network and start the live stream. Right. So that all I would have to do when it was over is is change the input on my TV. So, you know, here, you know, have a computer or an iPad or a phone ready um, while you're watching SmackDown. Sure. You know, mix match challenge happens while you're watching the mix match challenge. Put the network on your TV, and there you go. Charlie says, "Put two hundred five on Wednesdays and move it to full sale." I think the problem with that is they're not always set up in full sale. Correct. Correct. They, they That's do why they do the tapings four and weeks then, at a time. And then it's just NXT. But then you could tape two hours with the program. You get two hours, so you get, you get a live show. So it's two hundred five taped then. No, it could be 205 Live and then NXT Live every week. I mean, again, I think the problem is they're not always set up in full Right, sale. yeah. And I, I and, uh, to my understanding. Right, because, I, you it's know. It's a sound studio that they tear down and, and set up. Well, I think, it's a, I think it's like an arena or something. Oh, or okay. A, or okay. a multi-purpose room or something God forbid there. I make the WWE product sound like Lucha Underground on a sound no, studio. No, 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 Might be. But I, I just think the reason why they do like the, the one month of tapings is because of cost. I agree. So I, I just, yeah, I, I, I see, I see what you mean. Um, I wouldn't mind two hundred five live with the with NXT and as a tie in there. I'd probably watch it a little bit more. Sure, I, I still think that that the thing they probably should have done from the beginning with it was just have it, you know, as the first hour of Raw. I agree. I agree. That would have been the best. You know, just if you if you really want to differentiate it from the rest of the company, which I still think, just have. Like cruiserweight matches on Raw, just like you have women's matches on Raw. Which also, does it bother you that when, like, if it's a tag match or like the other state, you know, like the you know the, the following match is a tag team? I, I don't even know if they say tag team match, but like following match scheduled for one fall. But when it's a women's match, they have to specify that it's a women's division match. I never noticed it. Like I think we know that, given that they're females. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, get don't ready to hear it from don't now Don't assume on. they're gender, Jim. I guess. But, yeah, I've, I, 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 like that, that, I don't know. That just kind of, like, annoys me. I never me noticed it, you asshole. Yeah, well, yeah, no, John Cena's giant hand. Fuck you. Um, but if you want to differentiate the divisions that much, or the, you know, the 205 Live from... Do they do it for cruiserweights? The following have, now, cruiserweight I haven't picked up, I haven't picked up on that, match? but I don't think they do. I just think they say the following match. Okay. I know they don't do like time limits. I don't think anywhere does time limits anymore. I think well, but like in the WWE, no. Right. I don't think Impact does. 
I wouldn't know. Ring of Honor, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I thought Ring of Honor does. Hmm. I have to check. It's been a little, I think it's it been a few been. weeks since I've watched, so I, I, I can't think of it offhand. But I just, if you're going to, if you want to separate 205 Live and the Cruiserweights for, for an hour a week, just do it the first hour of Raw. Right. Is that Don't, a good way to start Raw, though? Like, are you starting off grab, grabbing the audience? Like that's uh, I think yeah, the problem. Yeah, well, that's a good point. It's tough. I don't know. Just in court, I mean, I, you I, can I, start raw off with a fifteen-minute conversation between Steph and I don't fucking know who, whoever, whoever. Right this this week. You know, yeah, that's a good point too. Because I guess people aren't into the cruiserweight stuff, and that's why I say just just make it part of the company. Like you know, you're doing it a disservice at not being part of the company. Right. I mean, I get they do some cruiserweight like, matches on raw but i feel like it's like here's token cruiserweight six six man match right every week you know, three on I three agree. every week like right no give us a fucking cruiserweight title match give us they can also lose the fucking ninja graphics <laughs> yeah. the, like the... why why does it have to be like lose the purple you already lo- you did lose the purple ropes yes. except for 205 live i think they put them on for 205 live but lose the purple on the screens, lose you know, lose that. In, in fact, lose the purple in the belt. Yeah, that's true. Make it a that you know, just put gross. it on a black strap. Like I think there was somebody that uh, I've seen like mock-ups of it, mock-ups of it yeah. of, of just the silver plates on a black strap, much and that better. belt looks so much better. But there's ones where they did like silver and gold plate right. on a black strap. Just it looks so much better. Like and maybe the purple wouldn't be as bad if it just wasn't like purple screen, purple robes, purple turnbuckles, purple on the canvas. It's just like right. audience like purple, purple ambient light, purple right. Yeah, it's just it's it's too much. Like it, it like you are trying to separate it too much. RSGP toys says make it more appealing to people by changing it to two oh four ninety nine. I still, I'm still waiting for the super heavyweight division where it's uh, 405, 405, 405 live. live. I'm waiting for that where you have to be 405 or bigger. Oh Jesus! Congratulations, Big Show! Right. You win. <laughs> Yokozuna comes back. Mark Henry comes out of retirement. There we go. Things we don't need to have happen. <laughs> Things we don't need. Charlie says uh, if they're smart, they would blend 205 UOK and NXT. And I think we're seeing that a little bit. Like Tyler Bate wrestled on 205 last week. This past week, or the current week that we are in, um, Roderick Strong wrestled. Uh, who the hell did he wrestle? Hideo Itami. So, I mean, Itami's okay, now in 205 Live, night. but Roderick Strong kind of, you know, crossing over from NXT a little bit. That I'm fine with. I think that's how you're going to get people really into sure. 205 Live. I think so, too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just, I, I think producing producing a product that, just seems more appealing and it's just i think just part of the company's presentation like if you want to separate them like raw or smackdown then do that but just, sure. just make it part of the show have you know have a uk title match on smackdown have a cruiserweight title match on raw have a number one contenders for the cruiserweight title on raw like you know incorporate cruiserweight storyline you can still do 205 live right but if you incorporate it better on the weekly product, I think you'll find that 205 Live is better received. I agree. Like, I kind of feel like when WCW had the Cruiserweights, it was just in there, in, it was right. part of their show. It didn't matter if it was on Nitro or Thunder or yeah, it was just Saturday Night or whatever the hell. It was just WCW, right. which is smart. Um, I mean, 205 Live 
is wrestling done right? So they need to just naturally let, it, let, let more people see it. Naturally. Naturally. Exactly. Right. Um, Dave Meltzer, in, also in the Wrestling Observer, um, he reported that the WWE is looking to use former UFC women's bantamweight champion Ronda Rousey as a way to make Stephanie McMahon a bigger mainstream star. Now, the big question after the debut of Rousey is how are they going to use her? What's going to be your first match? A lot of people think it's going to be a title match. Doesn't seem to be. Ooh, doesn't um, seem to be. Jim's got the hot juice. WWE, as a company, is reportedly working on putting together a WrestleMania 34 match with Stephanie McMahon and Ronda Rousey on opposite sides. Uh, he said, as far as Rousey goes, the key item not really talked about is the goals and a major reason why she is there from a company standpoint. All the different questions about her value to the company financially, I am told, are secondary. So... You know, putting Stephanie McMahon in a match, and, and I think that would go to the, uh, you know, kind of bringing back the WrestleMania 31 little story that was told between With The Rock the Rock and okay. Rousey or Triple H and Stephanie. That's whether or not they can get The Rock involved uh, or if they will, um, you know, have Rousey team with somebody else. But I think that I think that that's interesting too, and and I I almost wish like The Rock had like a cousin or something or somebody in the Anawaii family that wrestles currently that that she could partner with, like a guy, yeah, like not a good guy, yeah, but not not a bad guy either, Jim. Like just like the guy, he yeah. would just be like the like guy. the guy. Yeah, that's, that's a shame they don't have that. Yeah, that, that's a real freaking bummer. Yeah, I'm sure they can find. I'm sure they can right. find somebody. Um, but I think that, that I think that is interesting because, you know, I guess part of a concern is that you know she's just going to come in and beat Oscar and be the champion, or uh, you know, beat Charlotte and be the champion, and 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 just kind of take over this momentum that you know the women have been building for a couple of years. It's and it sounds like that may not necessarily be the case. Not the case. Do you like that, or do you think she should be immediately involved with? I wouldn't mind her immediately being involved with with the title picture. Now I saw a lot of people because I, I, the the one of the rumors I saw this week was that she's going to be the one that ends Oscar's streak. Okay with that, right? Somebody has to, right? How like and, and a lot of people are like, uh, you know, why would it be her? She's she's just now you know in the into wrestling. I'm like, well, but because she's Ronda fucking Rousey. Bingo, <laughs> like. Like the whole notifications from ESPN and like the next day, all of the 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 media presence of legitimate sport outlets covering right. the Ronda Rousey sign with the WWE. Right. Again, it's 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 a business move. Right. 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 And if like any time you can have your sports entertainment product on national television, right next to NFL, NBA. MLB news, NHL news, you're right. doing something right. And again, I go back to the day after the Rumble was the first Monday of the two-week build going towards the Super Bowl. Surely. And there was national media outlets, you know, morning talk shows, which is your your, your highest rated sports talk shows nationwide. Correct. There was people talking about the WWE and Ronda Rousey. Right. I th like that. That's all that really needs to be said. And it legitimizes Rousey. I think it, even in a loss, protects Asuka. 
because if you book the match in a way where, you know, if Asuka doesn't tap out, she will be hurt. She will be broken. That and not broken hardy, but just broken. Um, not delete. No, no. Okay, okay. Um, you know, like, you know, gets her in an arm bar. Sure. And and the only way to save yourself and, and your wrestling, you know, career is to tap out. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't that doesn't hurt Asuka. Okay. You know what I, I mean? Like I, I, I like that that that's to me why I I'd be okay with it. Like, would I be fine with somebody else ending Oscar's streak? Sure. Who? I'm just curious. Charlotte. What would that do to Charlotte that that Charlotte's not already? Right. I mean, she's a flair for Christ's sakes. Sure. But, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it elevates Charlotte that I mean, much. like, I wouldn't want it to be Sasha Dana. Banks, I don't think it elevates I would, Sasha Banks. No, but I, I wouldn't want it to be, like, Dana Brooke. That's fair. You know. That's fair. Um, she crunched the numbers, Jim. She did crunch the Maybe the only answer to do that is Ronda Rousey. Maybe. SummerSlam? Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, Perhaps. Now, we, we, we touched on... Uh, because Scotty asked about it, about the stipulation added to the uh, fast lane main event. Ryan, we had a sad event this week. They announced fast lane was happening again? <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, I threw it out on Twitter that the worst name ever for a WWE pay-per-view is fast lane. And I forget who responded, but they were like, I see your fast lane and raise you great balls of fire. And I instantly said, touche. You've got me. <laughs> um... No, we we've been talking for the past few weeks about Charlie. I think's got it right here. He goes, "What if Ronda uh, choked out Asuka, similar to uh, what Asuka had done to Bailey? Remember, she doesn't have to tap out. She just kind oh, of that's a gives, good point. Like passes out her body. That's you know. a good point. No, that's, that's a fine. great that's point. A great answer. Yeah. So you know, I just I mean, she's still defeated. She still has a loss. Right. But I mean, at some point, Asuka's going to lose. Right. Right. It's going to happen. I mean, here's the deal: when people are going to bitch about it, and and here's the. I, I don't think the Undertaker lost at the right time at WrestleMania. Like I don't I know did. if that was necessarily the right time. If Rock Lesnar was the right guy to do it, oh, he was the right guy. I still stay. I still think he was the right. guy. You really think Brock was still the right guy? Absolutely. To then two years later, just put over Goldberg. No, uh, no, his, his no. Old, I don't think ass just so he can get into no, the no, no, fucking no. Hall I, of Fame this year. <laughs> no, I don't think that him putting over uh, Goldberg was the right guy to be the the, the one to pin Brock Lesnar. But I do still think that Brock Lesnar beating The Undertaker and ending the streak when he did was the right choice. Okay. The two aren't mutually exclusive. Okay. I, I, you know, okay. I, That's fine. Um, but in terms of streaks, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Had the winning streak. He was undefeated in 2018. Right. He went he won a full month. A full month without losing. And what happened, Jim? He lost. <laughs> That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Who did who did he lose to? It's not like it's fucking that. Roman Reigns. Fucking okay. Fuck. Now, for the uh, is an elimination qualifier. Yeah, elimination chamber qualifying match. We How knew- pissed are you going to be if he wins the four way match to get into the Rumble or into theories. the uh, into? Here's it. the thing, and and I think Matt obviously sarcastically tweeted. Reigns gets into the Elimination Chamber. There's a surprise. Sure. And, like, that's the thing. We knew Reigns was going to get in there. Reigns is probably going to win the Elimination Chamber, go on to WrestleMania, beat Brock Lesnar. That's what I think is going I to happen. I still don't think that's going to happen. 
God, they can't allow that to happen. I still think that's going to happen. Where look up? Can you look up where elimination? I know it's going to happen. I just up, no, can you look up where elimination chamber is? Like what what city it's in? Yeah. Um. But okay, Ra- Roman was going to win that match. Roman was going to end up in the elimination chamber. Why did Why did you have to put him in there against Bray Wyatt? Like that's the part that I bothers agree. me. I agree. Fucking put him. I mean, I get. I guess you have to put him against. Somebody, somebody that's like you, you can't just like put him in there against freaking Kurt Hawkins or something. Uh, the Elimination Chamber from the T-Mobile Arena in Paradise, Nevada. Okay, I was just trying to like I, that's not really like a super smarky crowd. It's not. It's Nevada, right? So, so like I, I don't know that you're gonna have like the uh... and sorry Columbus, Ohio, you get shitty ass fast lane. <laughs> So you get for being Ohio in February, um, but like man, it's it just sucks that like once again here we are with 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 Bray, Bray Wyatt, um, just just getting shat on yet again, um, yeah it it sucks. Um, the women's elimination chamber is set now. This one is not for the number one contender spot. This one is actually for. The Raw Women's title will be Alexa Bliss versus Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sonya Deville, and Sasha Banks. That's who it'll be against. That's who it's against. Uh, I loved Alexa Bliss's promo, by the way. Yeah, it was solid. On Monday. I think that was her best work on the mic to date. I love like the, the calling she's out. She's kind of right. Oh, every point that, that was made in that promo yeah. was spot on. She's right. You know, why is it why is the men's one for you know, number one contender spot, but the women's one is for the title. Why doesn't Brock Lesnar have to defend his title? You know, and I think, uh, what was the line about, oh, how Alexa hasn't defended her title since October, and she goes, well, you're the one that makes the matches. Right. Like, spot on. She's and right. She, she didn't flinch. She didn't stutter. She didn't, you know, her voice didn't sound weak at any point. I, I really. She didn't have to say the words, this is your life. That, so that helped, that helped great. as well. Um but no, I I absolutely love that promo. Uh, I'm fine with the match. Um, who who walks out the champion? I hope it's Alexa Bliss. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure uh, if it will be. Also at the Elimination Chamber, it was announced that Nia Jax will take on Asuka. Uh, if Nia wins, she will be added to the Raw Women's Title match at WrestleMania. Correct. What do you feel about this stipulation? I don't think Nia's going to win. No, I, I don't necessarily do. But what do you think about them after the first Women's Rumble having a match one month later where you can already add somebody into that match? Yeah, it match? sounds very WWE. Yeah, I'm I don't. Gonna lie. I don't like the stipulation. Like, I don't hate it. She's not going to win, so what does it matter? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she's going to win either. But I, I just. The whole purpose of the Royal Rumble is the person who wins the Rumble gets a a one-on-one match with the champion. Correct. Sometimes weird wonky things happen, but why do it for your first women's one? I just right. Here's here's the reason why do it at all. Why have fucking pay-per-views along the road to WrestleMania? We've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah, I just do all of your build online right. or on Royal uh, Rumble online. to WrestleMania. It should everything just be, on TV. Won't, yep, you, yep. you shouldn't have another pay-per-view. I, I hate agree. It. Because you, you're at an odd spot where like champions should defend their title, but probably shouldn't because they should be set in a spot for WrestleMania. Right? Because like I mean, you think about why would if you won the Rumble, why would you wrestle anybody at this pay per view? Like, why would you not want to just be like, no, I'm no, saving I don't. It yeah, for, it's like, I don't want to wrestle. I'm saving it for until Mania. WrestleMania. Right. 
you're a champion, why would you defend your title? Right. No, I should get to defend my because like, you think about it, think about like you know when when you know pay per views growing up like when you know Royal Rumble '94. Well, 94. that's a bad example. That's a bad example because give it, us two, a better example, Jim. Two guys want to, but any year a guy wins, and th- there's a champion already in place. Right. You go okay. It's going to be you know Flair versus Savage, or it's going to be you know Taker versus Yoga, or whatever. I'm just th- throwing names out there. Right. You already had the championship match. And then the Royal Rumble match was always the last match, at least for the most part, at least until they Ish. started doing February, February pay-per-views. Right. And then, so when you have your winner of the title match, whoever has the title, right. and then you have the winner of the Rumble, you can throw that graphic up at the end of the night, you know, so-and-so versus so-and-so. Right. right. Because there's nothing in between. The champion's the not going to defend their it. title, and you're not going to lose right. your Royal Rumble victory. At least that's assumed because everything's done on TV, right? Right, right. exactly. It, sh- it should it should be uh, pretty simple. Do you feel like Jason Jordan was originally one of the people in the men's elimination chamber, and he's the TB, the two DB, the, the TBD right now? Um, maybe, but I don't think he'll be ready. No, I don't think he'll be ready at all. But but possibly, I feel like he might have been. In, I mean, looking at. I mean, I love I love Elias in this match. I think it's a great stepping stone he's, for him. He's Let's in see. the last. He, he's in the last pod. No, I'm telling you, yeah, exactly. He's right. He's being released. He beat last. Cena and um and Strowman. You know, on how uh, is this? Is this, hey, let's see what we have with Elias. Is that what you I think? It's kind of what they're doing. I would think that's why he also got the deep, pin. See what happens. You know, and he pinned Cena. He didn't have to pin Braun. Sure. Like for for all the things that WWE gets wrong with with booking and how they book people, Braun may not win every time he's in a match. But I, I don't think that guy's eaten a pin in a while. The most over star on Raw right now? Braun Strowman? Either him or Elias, I would say. Okay. Which is freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Think of where Elias was a year ago. I always enjoyed Elias. You were slow to the Elias train. I didn't like Elias in... I liked him in NXT. In NXT. I liked him in the he backstage was, vignettes. I thought he was god-awful in the ring in NXT. But they brought him up to... I love the drifter thing, like... When he just when he came and he's just walking around like Jericho, it just was like right. it was just funny. I think look back on there and see like the little rubs that other wrestlers gave him. Sure, that set him up to be where he's at today. But once he started wrestling on Raw, he's been so much better than he was right in NXT. And like that's the thing. Like if you if you have a gimmick like that or a fucking ballroom dancer gimmick right. or anything like that, if you don't have the, the, the ring work to back it up, it's going to be shit. Fondingo. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you actually have the in-ring talent, then, you know, then it's freaking awesome. And sure. I, Elias may be, Elias and Braun may be my favorite two, like, currently. Wow. I, it just, it, 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 he looks like a thick Seth Rollins. Yeah, like if Seth Rollins actually like lifted weights instead of doing CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. Is, do you lift things in CrossFit? I have no. Do fun. I do things in CrossFit? No. I know. Well, no, I know you don't do anything. I think, I think in, CrossFit. in CrossFit you lift yourself, like you do pull-ups. Well, and if shit. you and I lifted ourselves, we'd look like Elias. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. But uh, right. the problem is I can't lift myself. Right. I lift pizzas. I mean, my leg. Our legs lift ourselves every day. Right. Our legs are strong. Our arms are not. 
Strong like ox. <laughs> also fat like ox. Fat like ox. Yeah, that's that's good as well. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with, with with Elias. Yeah, I agree. I assume that Elias and Cena are going to get entangled in the Elimination Chamber, and I think that's going to be a WrestleMania match. I agree. I agree. And it, it better not be John Cena freaking beating... Elias at, at, at Mania. Cena wins, LOL. Yeah, but I mean, most likely, I would think so. John Cena! There it is. There it is. What's the other John Cena thing you have? Uh, I got a couple of them. I just have to find them. Let's find your John Cena ones. Oh, where are they? That one just says the John Cena button. Uh, what does that one do? That oh, was that, the, oh, that, that was, was the one the I John just Cena did. Button? And his name is John Stamos! Oh, that was, that's my favorite one. That's, that, that's, that's a one good like. one. Oh, here's another John Cena one. John Cena. I like that one. That's that a good one. Then it's, then it's got the abrupt cutoff. Yeah, those right. are fun. That's not a bad one. Those are fun. I love. I love the soundboard. Um, Moving on, it's a pretty solid song. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I might try and go see Billy Joel this summer. I don't think Billy Joel gets enough respect. Billy Joel's the fucking Billy man. Billy Joel's man. He's real good. Real good. Fucking real good. He's playing in Philly, Citizens Bank, like I think in July. Wow. Shut up and take my money. No shit. Yeah, it's... It, That's a good one. I may have to get... A small loan of a million dollars? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how much it is. I don't know how much it is. Sure Concerts are expensive are. these days. They freaking are, dude. They are. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, WWE PW Insider reported that the WWE has signed Intercontinental, current Intercontinental Champion The Miz to a new four-year deal, locking him up through 2022. The WWE is seeking to lock him up for a longer deal, but the two sides agreed on the four years. Uh, of course, they have the new reality series starring The Miz and his wife, Maurice, which is called Miz and Mrs. It will debut later this year with a six-episode first season. Of course, they're having a kid. Uh, that's got to feel good for the Miz. Like you think about it, and um, damn it, what was the name of the show that I that I just watched on the network? Photo shoot, photo shoot. Thank you. Um, have you watched it? No, but I know you, you posted about it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It, the The only two episodes that um, that that are uploaded so far are the Miz and Cesaro and Eric Bischoff. They upload a Bischoff? Yes, I haven't watched it, but oh, Eric Bischoff fuck. is on there. Okay, well, I'm going to have to go on and watch that one. Sorry, that upset But the you. premise of the show, if you don't know, is, um, you know, it's it's a superstar or personality, like, in a chair, and they will just, you know, project a picture on a screen, and the person will tell a story about the picture. So, um, like, for The Miz, they did, like, the diva search thing, um, you know, the, where he's up there, like, fumbling... His words, trying to remember like the number to call. Oh, that's a dick thing to do. But he said, he said the reason that, you know, like that moment stands out, and is like that's when he met Maurice. That's how he met Maurice was through the diva search, and like they talk about, his, you know, when he when he won the WWE title, he main evented WrestleMania. I'm not going to give too much away because it's it's don't a, give it away. Make us make us. Earn it's it. a really fun watch. Uh, the Cesaro one was really good as well because they talked about some of his time on the Indies and things like that. So really a fun watch, but it's got to feel good for The Miz to go from, you know, MTV real world guy that had like the cheapest of like toy costume belts and he's running around the real world house calling himself The Miz 
Right. And saying because he, he loved wrestling and he wanted to be a wrestler. Right. And now, <coughs> you know, here so he you're is. Getting, you're getting worked up over this, Jim. I am. You're getting worked up. If you, if you live your dreams and you believe in yourself and you eat your vitamins and you say your prayers, one day you too could be like The Miz. Jim, I believe in you. All know. you have to do is pull the trigger and make that debut. I don't, yeah, well, it's, it's coming. I never know when it's going to happen. That's the best part. That is. That's the best part. Bam, bam. Um, are you excited about the Miz? Yeah, yeah. Good. It's smart business. <coughs> Come on, Jim. Hang with us. He's dying. He's dying over here. Talk. We're going to talk. <laughs> Can I switch gears? Sure, go ahead. So tomorrow night, Jim. Ooh, yeah. Tomorrow night, I'm heading up to Reading. Reading, Pennsylvania welcomes back Atomic Championship Wrestling. They're going to be at Club Reverb. It's the 9th Street out there in Reading. It's a great place to catch a show. They've got uh, a pretty it's not decent... like the outside of the city a little bit. Yeah, right? it's not in the city. You're not going to... Well, I don't know. You're... I don't think you're going to get shot there. It's pretty safe. I've been there a few times I haven't gotten shot at. That's good. Not good. That's good. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I think yeah. it's on the outs- outside yeah, of town a little safe. bit. It's a cool place. It really is a cool place. I've never love, been love there. Love going there. Maybe I'll come out. Um, they've got a battle royal where the winner gets to choose their own title shot of their choice. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's got uh, got all sorts of talent in that. We've got Troy Mest versus the Cremator. Uh, that's a rematch. We saw that the last time they were at the Club Reverb. Uh, the Tenacious Trixie Tash taking on is London this their, this Ali. Is second straight show at Reverb, right? This is, this is correct. Okay. Yep. Reverb Night Club, uh, 1402 North 9th Street in Reading. Twisted Tate's taking on Suicide Myers. Ooh. That's kind of uh, a carryover from what we saw the last time those two got into it. Uh, we have a rogue singles match in the rogue women division. Uh, Lou Fisto, the wounded house, taking on Gemma Cross. In cruiserweight action, Hayne putting up his uh, cruiserweight championship against the punk rock queen, Jamie uh, Senegal. I almost said Jamie Noble. <laughs> Close. Uh, Close enough, right? Shane Ace Caplenza is taking on Rob Noxious for the Tri-State Championship. Ooh. Sure, Rob wants to get that championship back. He's lost that to, to Jason Gotti a little bit ago, and Gotti lost it to Caplenza, so I'm sure Rob's looking to get that back. We've got the Mad Butcher Kanazawa returning to action. He's taking on the Reverend Ace Dallas. Ace Dallas, I just I love that guy. Oh, man. Gets under your skin. He really does. Rogue Women Warriors singles match. Ray Lynn is taking on Thunder Rosa. Damn. That's going to, right? Right? Holy hell. We just saw her down wow. at CWA. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. If you have not seen Thunder Rosa live, get get to Reverb tomorrow night. Former TNA superstar Jessica Havoc challenges Tess Valentine for the Rogue Dark Phase Championship. And in the main event for the heavyweight championship, Bro Keller. Takes on Lewis G. Rich, taking on Sean Carr in a triple threat match for the ACW Heavyweight Championship. All tomorrow night, again, Reverb Nightclub, 1402 North 9th Street, Reading, Pennsylvania, 19604. Tickets still available. There should be some tickets at the door. I think you can still order them from the Reverb website tonight. If not, uh, I know the pre-sale from the Atomic site has uh, ended, and you have to pick up the tickets at the door. Again, 1402 North 9th Street, Reading, Pennsylvania. Really easy drive. 
not that far off of, no. off of the bypasses. Yeah. I think it's like three roads off and you're there. Yeah. Come out. Great night of pro wrestling. Again, uh, tomorrow night, everything looks like it starts at, uh, oh, son of a bitch. Bell time is uh, 8 o'clock. So it's Doors a Friday night, seven thirty. Seven thirty to a little it bit later. You, gives you time to get through traffic, grab something to eat. They've got a bar there. Come out, have a good Friday <laughs> night with Booze. us. Have a couple fucking beers. Watch some pro wrestling. It's going to be a great night. Death of Seasons tomorrow. Club Reverb Nightclub, Reading, Pennsylvania. Atomic Championship Wrestling and Rogue Women Warriors. Be there. Other shows this weekend. CZW's nineteenth anniversary uh, on this coming up on Saturday night. The Colossal Sports Academy at the Coliseum. 333 Preston Avenue, Voorhees, New Jersey. Doors open at 7. Bell time is at 8 on there. You can go to czwwrestling.com uh, for tickets or find the link. Uh, you can also uh, find the link for all of the uh, all of the shows, ACW tomorrow night included, over at 3CountThursday.com. Also Saturday night, 302 Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling presents Heartbreak, which is benefiting Harrington's own Trago family. That is at the uh, Harrington Fire Company. Again, go to uh, 3CountThursday.com. You can find that there. Uh, those are the shows we have highlighted for this coming weekend. Uh, if you are headed out to any independent shows, make sure you uh, you know, let us know where you're going. Tag us in them on social media and uh, tag the Federation as well. If you, We always say, if you don't know where there's an indie company near you, reach out to us and uh, we'll do our best uh, to find one because uh, we... We support independent wrestling. We want you to support independent wrestling. It is important uh, to do that. Uh, Jason Jordan, I know we talked about you, we touched on him a little bit earlier about the uh, about the injury. I guess yesterday, yesterday or the day before, WWE issued the following statement: Raw superstar Jason Jordan underwent successful surgery this morning to repair a neck injury. Uh, he had uh, a injury to a disc in his neck which resulted in significant pain and was re- that was refractory to all conservative measures. It was decided to do a minim- minimally invasive operation to decompress the nerve to allow it to heal. The procedure under he went was a, a, called a minimally invasive uh, posterior cervical microdiscectomy. Mm, uh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard I've of them. I've had a couple of them myself. It, it is not known, uh, this because you're fat, it's not known... <laughs> Just how long Jordan uh, will be out of action. Um, His wife, uh, April Everhart, took to social media to shoot down reports that her husband is dealing with a serious uh, neck injury. She said, I will address this once. Yes, Jason Jordan is injured. I assure you that everything you have seen online is fake news. He is a minor neck injury. Oh, did she really use the words fake news? She did. Yeah, I'm reading this verbatim. Uh, he has a minor neck injury that will be, and it will be back in no time. Although I'm very excited to have him home for a bit, I promise I will help him guide. I will help guide him to a speedy recovery. Thank you to everyone who reached out to check on him. He is very positive, already planning his comeback. In the meantime, please keep sending Nathan and I good vibes. Okay, Fabe. Who the hell's Nathan? Come on. Who the fuck is Nathan? Did she put Jason Jordan in quotes? She did. Did she come? What Jesus. A bitch. Why would you do that? What a bitch. Like, and I get I get it's like stu- a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Come okay. on, lady. That's a little much, Jim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know she is dealing with some serious some issues. Yeah, Jesus. Uh but come on, K Fabe it, lady. Right, right. Just call him Jason. Just, yeah, just it's it's okay. You can do that. I told you I didn't want you to be in the wrestling. God dang it, Bobby. Now you're you're not even like your own father's son anymore. You belong to Kurt Angle. 
I told you this is too much. You know, Daddy Kurt. Um, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we've we've been critical of the the Jason Jordan the 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 uh the storyline and then the the gimmick with the the Kurt Angle being the dad's but in all seriousness, I mean, we hope that this yes. minor procedure he'll be fine because as an in-ring worker, he's really good. And and like that's why this shitty storyline is such a bummer because it takes away from the talent that he actually is. It's a bummer, man. Um, so he uh, that's a sound clip I need from the the Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's a good bummer, one, man. Um, but yeah, we we do wish him uh, a speedy recovery, and you know, hopefully he's back there, and hopefully, like during his time off, he can realize that the DNA test that called Kurt his daddy was wrong, and uh, we can just go back to just enjoying. Uh, Jason Jordan. I also think it is clever, though, um, that th- they've been able to incorporate him in storylines, um, and they've done a pretty good job at it without, you know, getting him physically involved. Yes, uh, in things. I think he's just not off of TV. That's important. Yeah, they've they've uh, they've done that pretty well. Um, Mixed match challenge. Ryan this week uh, saw Goldust and not Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox is out dealing with an injury, so you had. Uh, Mandy Rose stepping in. So you had Rose Gold taking on, uh, is it the Jimmy Uso or the Jay Uso? I can never remember which one's married to Naomi. You didn't even have to this time. You could just said Naomi and Uso. So Naomi and Uso. Um, now, Uso and Naomi picked up the victory. Correct. But uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed, at least the, the, the buzz that I saw, a lot of people enjoyed Rose Gold. I, I think it's it was an interesting pairing, and I think it worked. This um, this format's winning me over, and I was very critical. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is, Jim. That's exciting. It is uh, because they can let their guard down a little bit, and almost. And I think we were talking about it before we went on the air. We were. It almost feels like I think you said indie-ish a bit. Like there are things that they can get away with. There's that uh, they cannot get away with on Raw let's or talk SmackDown. About, let's talk about the spot because I didn't actually get a chance to watch it this week. Tuesday was fucking nuts for me. Um, I actually got my first tattoo. Congratulations! Ever on I heard Tuesday. about that. Um, uh, the Preston and Steve show, WMMR down you in Philly. You are permanently scarred now. Yeah. You want more too? Don't oh you have God, to? I really do. There's something about it I can't explain. I it literally, until you get I a literally got done, and like one of my first questions is, it was like, "What's my next one gonna be?" Yeah, like, it was, it was like immediate. But uh, WMMR, it's be a tramp stamp. <laughs> uh, the Preston and Steve show, which is the morning show on WMMR, they've been around for like twenty years. My wife has listened to them for almost twenty years. Really? Back? Yeah. Now, even, do they do they do like Eagles talk? Anything anything Eagles related? I'm just curious. Yeah, they oh, okay. they do. Um, they actually had created a they they called it Birdbot. Okay. Um, which it was it was like a eagle head attached to like a trash can, but they called it like their little robot. But they put a GPS tracker in it, and it actually made it out to Minneapolis. Okay. Um, and it got left in the trunk of a cop car. Okay. Um, but they recovered it and they brought it back, and it got back for the parade today. Nice, good, which stuff. is really cool. Um, but uh, I was we were down. They do a camp out for hunger every year uh, in November. Uh, it's a, it's like the biggest food drive, I think, on the East Coast, maybe in the country. Uh, and like Bo Allen and Zach Ertz were there okay. the day we were down. But anyway, every Tuesday, they do Tat Tuesday. Okay, and if you email the station, you get your name on a list. And if your name is picked from the list, um, you get you come to the studio and get a free tattoo. Awesome. So Of their choosing. 
No, you get to choose it, but but you just have to incorporate uh, PNS or Precedent Steve somewhere on uh, on the tattoo. So last Monday I get to work, and there was an email from a WMMR uh, intern, and it said, like, you know, somebody had canceled for next week. Can you come in for Tattoos Day? I was like, oh, shit. So I, like, quick text my wife. I'm like, can you you take off? Do you want to go down? Because I I was already off the day after the Super Bowl. I was taking the day of the Super Bowl. So I asked my supervisor, can I go down? Sure. So went down there. Here I got a – it's like an old-style broadcast mic with with PNS instead of where the – so I was up because I had to be there by 7. So I had to wake up at 4. I left my house before 5 o'clock. We got to the station like before the sun came up. That's gross. It is horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. I've worked some 4 a.m. shifts. That the, 4 a.m. sucks. Sucks. Yeah, it sure does. Sucks. Um, and there was there was traffic. Yeah. There yeah. was fucking traffic going How into Philadelphia. How miserable everybody is at, si- at that time at, in the morning. Six in the morning, yeah. and there's yeah. fucking traffic. Yeah. That's horrible. I mean, That's, I used to start at six. That was that was my old start it's time. Not, it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. I feel bad for anybody who has to wake up that early. But uh, that's a crazy thing. A lot of people start probably at eight o'clock, seven or eight. They just have to get to the commute, school yeah, yeah, and the oh, commute. God. But anyway, so I so was up early. I didn't get a chance to watch the mixed match challenge this week. So so you were telling me about this spot, and if you want to go watch it, the mixed match challenge Facebook page, or I've I noticed when I was on the network watching the the photo shoots, they're putting the mixed match, mixed match challenges on the network too. Yes, I saw that. So, like, after the fact. But for this week's, it was around the 11-minute mark. Even the entrance, uh, you just have to go, you have to go back and watch it. I'll you go really back, do. Okay. But uh, even in the entrance, you know, Goldust and uh, Mandy Rose was coming out, and Mandy was walking, and Goldust was kind of framing her up. You know, and, and it was very, very Marlena-esque. I mean, it was just, there was some, there's Except something like there. And hotter. There's definitely something <laughs> going on there that they could, that they could work with. Uh, and then in the match, it was a lot of interaction with, like, I think Goldust kissed her hand or something, and then Uso uh, responded, and then and well, then I they, they was, gave I each think other at first a hug. She was trying to call him to the corner, and like Goldust told Uso to shut up, and then he yeah. Even before that, like they were running the ropes a bit, and 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 Goldust is like, "Hold on, timeout," and you can hear like Mandy like, "Give him a break, he's getting old," and, and Goldust <laughs> is like, "I'm older than you." So a lot of bantering that you don't see on Raw. So or SmackDown. like you know, Goldust goes over, kisses Mandy's hand, correct. Uso goes over and kisses Naomi's, Naomi's hand, and then Goldust not is, to be one up goes over and gives her a hug, and then Uso hugs Naomi, and then Uso's like and grabs Naomi's face and kisses her, married. Correct. So married. like, and they they were very quick to address that. Oh, married couple here in the right, WWE, yeah. And uh, you know, so then Daniel Bryan's the referee for this, yeah, with a awful man bun oh yeah horrible man bun but like he, a man fountain he starts Christ doing sakes. the yes chant the whole freaking crowds into it totally gold dust is going it. like what do i do what do i do um when he went over to to kiss mandy then he it was a it was a schoolboy schoolboy yep. attempt daniel bryan wouldn't even count does the no thing big no chant uh uso confronts him like what are you doing i was it was and you know my boy right into the uppercut sort of thing yeah. like yeah, it felt like an indie spot. Yeah, it and was like, fun. It was awesome, which is ridiculous it again. Was so much. And we probably shouldn't like fun. it because wrestling shouldn't be fun, right? Right, exactly. How how dare right? Wrestling should be sport. And here's the deal: as a serious... professional football fan, this week I had a lot of fun watching a sport. Mm, you can't do that, right? I know. I, I just, didn't I have fun to. watching football this week. I know. I know. You were the. 
Um, you really... I was one of the few people in Pennsylvania that didn't have fun watching football this week. Um, football was better in the 70s. <laughs> Everything was better in the 70s. You didn't have snowflakes flying around. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it, it was such a fun spot. And I think that's the kind of thing. And because we talked about the viewership. Episode one did 135,000 live viewers. Uh, episode two peaked at 91,900 viewers. Episode three did peaked at 62,000 viewers. Now this week, you know, you had a lot of good, fun build up to it uh, with Rose Gold and, and all of that. And then it, it peaked at 77,000. So it was up 15,000 viewers wow. at its peak this week. Um, and as of yesterday, it was already over uh, almost up to 800,000 awesome. total cool. um, viewers. So, like, it, it, I think, actually, I think it's for the whole page, but they're, they're at almost 800,000. And here's the deal I enjoyed last week's with, uh, with the Alexa Braun. Bliss and yeah. Braun Strowman. I thought they had a really yeah, the, fun the, Like, there was one sort of thing that could kind of been taken in like a sexual innuendo way. Yeah, and Braun near the like, end of it. And, you know, Braun doesn't quite know uh, what to do there, especially given, given the size difference. Right. They're uh, given a little bit of a little bit of freedom. Wait, like, I think that's the kind of stuff they need to incorporate more uh, into this mixed match challenge because we have. Here's we, the deal. Next week I'm watching because I thoroughly enjoyed and, and you this still have two more over. opening uh openings. What's next week? Uh Elias and Bailey versus Rusev and Lana. Okay, how am I not going to love that? Right. And well and you already had one married couple move on, so Rusev and Lana are saying like they're gonna be the best married couple right. in this. Uh and then the following week you have Apollo Cruz and Nia Jax taking on Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. So right. I mean the on paper it doesn't seem that much, but I think we kind of joked last week that Goldust and Mandy Rose versus, you know, Uso and Naomi, that wasn't going to get the viewers in. And here right. it did. It 15, surely as hell did. More. Right. I was totally wrong. You know, but we and still here's have. Goldust and Mandy Rose will be the fan selection. I'm, I guarantee it to come back. I we, guarantee yes, it because there is a fan yeah, selection. Yeah, that's week 11. It absolutely has to. So we're, we're going into week five next week. There's still eight more weeks of this thing. Yep. Absolutely um, has to. So, yeah, the, like I think the WWE needs to do, you know, needs to do more stuff like this. Um, you know, to, to make this different and make it more entertaining. And, and I think if you do that, it will help drive, you know, drive this uh, this platform uh, forward. I, I think they, they, they've, they've done a very good job so far. The fact that every time I talked about it, leading up to it, um, you were very much against it. I was. You I know, really was. You, you, you were I like, was wrong. I have no interest. This is stupid. This is dumb. I don't care. I'll admit it. I was wrong. I don't care who's in it. And, and you know, now here you are. So you're, there's no way you're not watching next week. I will. I was wrong. That's freaking awesome. I was wrong. That's freaking awesome. It's I don't say it often. Yeah, you don't. I was wrong. Good. Good. But, uh, yeah, so I, um, I will, I'm will. i going to go back. I'm going to watch. You need to. From this yeah, week. And then I'm going to uh, watch next week as well. Uh, really, Ryan, that's all I have. UFC 225 CM Punk coming back to give a shit? I'll watch it. I'll okay. probably watch it. Yeah. yeah, like I think last time we went over to um, my friend Steve's yeah. house. Yeah, we all we took it in. Um, Probably so, the same. The same yeah, gimmick, I'm not, like I wouldn't buy it by myself. Correct, but, but I, I I'll watch okay. it. Um, oh, I think I saw a tweet today. Let me see if I can find it really quick because I think I tweeted it out. He tweets it out um, from our page, but I think it was classy Freddie Blassie's birthday today. It would have been. His 100th birthday, I oh, think. Oh, wow. Um, let's see here. Wow. 
I don't have uh, I don't have that one. Oh, and uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, Lee Swigert. Yeah, yeah, uh, a friend of the show, yeah. uh, Max Tempest. Yep. Um, the in, commissioner actually for Atomic Championship Wrestling. Yeah, what he uh, he fell. Um, yeah, some sort of accident. I, I heard he had to get some surgery or something like that. So Lee, you're definitely in my thoughts and prayers, and uh, know that the show's uh, thoughts are with you as well. To and uh, tomorrow night, I'm sure all the guys and girls at Atomic are going to tear it up. Uh, you know, for you. Um, and, uh, and and get well soon, buddy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, here we go. Bubba Ray Dudley tweeted this uh, earlier today. Happy 100th birthday in heaven to the Hollywood fashion plate, classy Freddie Blassie. Uh, an absolute honor to have known and became friendly with this man. Last thing Freddie ever said in a wrestling ring was, Devon, get the tables. Um, my dad loved classy Freddie Blassie, the, the, you know, the pencil neck geeks and stuff like that but uh, an absolute legend would have been 100 years old today um yeah ryan that's uh that's all i got do you have anything else uh anything else to add i do not okay i do not fly eagles fly <laughs> yeah it's uh it's been a week again for uh eagles fans congratulations and enjoy the uh enjoy the victory the the eagles earned it they were the best team and you know i i would love to uh try and deny them but i can't do that uh they were the best team they got the victory and uh they are they are super bowl champions uh, for us, that's going to do it again. Thank you to Sahara seven for joining us, uh, on the show. We appreciate her. Make sure you follow her on social media. We have her, uh, social media sites linked on our page and on our posts. Uh, let's check that out. We're part of NGSC sports radio. Go to NGSC Check out the sponsors of NGSC sports radio, our sports baseball and play QB 54. You can subscribe to our show on Stitcher, Google play, Android and Apple Podcasts. rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we stream daily at leapsports.com, L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at three count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Snapchat is I three count Thursday. Find links to that and much more at three count Thursday.com. What a maneuver.net Buy one of our shirts over there or go to collar and elbow brand.com. Use promo code three count. That's the number three in the word count for 10% off each in every order and yes charlie crosby still is a bitch that's the perfect way to end this show have a good week stay safe stay smart and until next time go for the pin and fantasy baseball fans come to the next level and experience virtual major league baseball ownership our sports provides an advanced and authentic experience combining fantasy and virtual sport by owning and operating an our sports franchise you compete for championships and cash in leagues that mirror the mlb in every way for sports fans who have dreamed of owning a sports franchise log on to rsportsbaseball.com or find them on facebook as our sports baseball or on twitter at our sports baseball and make that dream a reality Are you tired of the same old tailgate games? Then get on board with the hottest game taking over parking lots near you, QB54. Go to playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. 
Follow them on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date. That's playqb54.com. Use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Get in the game today.